everybody. Welcome back to Equip for this special series called Journey in the Prophetic. And this is the third part of our series, and we're going to be talking about more important elements of prophetic ministry. So, uh, yeah, so just so pleased to have you with us today. Um, I'm going to talk, change gears a little bit at the start of this episode. I'm going to talk to you about how to receive a prophetic word, okay? Well, what do you mean, how do you receive it? Uh, don't you just listen to it? And, um, but really more the heart and the attitude towards receiving prophetic words. And when somebody shares a word with you, what, what you're supposed to do with it? You know, how do you, um, how do you deal with it? Do you just kind of listen to it? Or what aspects of, their, of, of it are there afterwards? Okay, so how to receive a prophetic word. So the first way is to, first of all, embrace the word. First uh, Chronicles 17.23 says, And now, O Lord, the word which you have spoken concerning your servant and concerning his host, let it be established forever and do as you have said. So, you know, so you, assuming you sense that the word is correct and it's for you in your life, the first thing to do is to embrace the word. You know, just allow God to establish that word in your, in your heart and in your life. You can come into agreement and actively agree with that word. You know, and um, uh, oftentimes as well, you know, we can, we can pray for it. We can start to make little adjustments in our life uh, that are lining up to the prophetic, to the prophetic word given. Um, secondly, we should embrace the prophetic word with humility. Okay. Um, it requires humility to respond to the word of the Lord. Okay. Uh, you, you know, in Jeremiah uh, chapter 43, Jeremiah um, basically prophesied over these guys. He was trying to prophesy a word of safety and a word of warning, uh, you know, just to be careful going somewhere and not to go somewhere uh, because it would keep them safe. But they wouldn't receive the word. They were too proud to do it. Um, and... Uh, and unfortunately, they paid a dear price for that. So we should be able to receive the word with humility and be open to it um, and all that kind of stuff. So Je Jeremiah gave them a word of warning and they wouldn't respond to it. So sometimes we just really need to, you know, be soft and be open and to be humble in receiving the word of God. Uh, thirdly, uh, when we're receiving a, a prophetic word, we have to measure it through the heart of God and his word. Right, you know, and ask ourselves, is this, you know, how, how can I measure this through God's heart and his love for me and, you know, what he has ahead for me? First Samuel 24, uh, basically, though David had the prophetic word about his enemies being delivered unto him, uh, you know, he didn't, didn't just go out and kill King Saul, for instance, right? He could have because he had a prophetic word that would have backed him up. But God knew that the heart that he had for for King Saul. King Saul was an authority, right? He had an anointing on his life, you know, and, and the Word of God says, and God established him as king, right? And the Word of God says, touch not mine anointed. And yet King Saul was out to, to kill David, but David knew that he couldn't touch him. And so he had to receive that prophetic word that even though, you know, King, king Saul became his enemy, that he couldn't just overthrow him and destroy him, that he had to take his hands off of it and allow God to do it as well and not to touch the anointed, right? So, um, you know, so David had the opportunity to kill King Saul, but he knew God's word in his heart was to, was to not touch Saul, right? Not touch the anointed one, right? So sometimes when we get a prophetic word, um, you know, we have to measure it through that. You know, does this line up with the character and, the nat and nature of God? And, and that's an important thing too. Um, the fourth way to receive a prophetic word is by having an 
upright walk, right? Are we, are we walking right with the Lord, right? Um, our, the motivation behind any prophetic word we, we receive should always be directing us to live a life that's honorable to God, right? To live a life um, pleasing and in relationship with the Lord, okay? And not to go after our carnal desires and all that kind of stuff too. And, and any prophetic word that comes, if it's a real solid prophetic word, even if it has some pr- correction over us sometimes, um, you know, we should really take it with the heart of, God, I'm going to live for you. I'm going to walk with you, you know, um, even if it's a prophetic word about something specific down the road in our future, we should always seek the Lord first and not chase after words, right? Seek God's presence first. And, uh, and if the word is really from God, then he will help it to come to pass. Amen? The next way to receive a prophetic word is by confirmation from other people around us. Um, you know, David, though a king, he had the word confirmed to him uh, that he knew that he was going to be made king all over Israel, and it was confirmed to him by another leader, right? So he had the word, but then it was confirmed by somebody else again. So sometimes, you know, when you hear a word prophesied over you, and somebody else prophesies it as well over you, um, and he's already spoken it to your heart, then that's a pretty good chance that God's really trying to get you to pay attention to that word. The next way we can, (laughs) this is an important one too, Um, the next way we can respond to a word is by putting it on a shelf, right? There are times and seasons in our life where, you know, you know, maybe a word is for down the road. Maybe the situations and circumstances in our life are nowhere near the prophetic word that was prophesied, and we, there's nothing we can do to change it, right? Um, so we can't just depend on, on our circumstances as well, right? We can't just manipulate our life to fit a prophetic word e- either. Uh, also, if a word is uncertain, right, or confusing, it's probably better just to put it on a shelf and see if the Lord will help it to materialize. Okay. Uh, the next way to receive a prophetic word, is it clear? Right? Is the word clear? Right? Did it have a clear sound to it or was it confusing to you? Right? If a word is confusing to you and if God doesn't show you, you know, what the word is meant for, then, you know, then chances are you just have to disregard it if it's, if, it's, if it's confusing to you, right? If it's not clear. Personal words of prophecy and personal guidance isn't the major function of prophecy. You have to ask yourself, am I being built up? Am I being comforted? Am I being stirred up? Am I be driven, being driven closer to the Father, right? Um, you know, and that's what I mean by being clear. Another way uh, to receive a prophetic word is consider the source, okay? This is huge today. There's lots of people out there prophesying. Okay, what do you know about the person delivering the word? You know, are they, um, what's their reputation, right? Do they have a good, solid reputation in the body of Christ? Do you know anything about them? There's lots of wolves in sheep's clothing out there that will come in with the assignment of bringing confusion, right, or or even misdirection. Right, so you have to consider the source. You know, what do I know about this person? Is this person accountable? Do they, you know, are they, are they recognized um, within the body of Christ? Um, or is this something I should just disregard? Okay. So be aware, be aware. Uh, does the word fit with other words? Okay, have I received this before? Right, does it bear witness in my spirit? Or is this something new? Right, if it's something new, uh, you know, just don't necessarily just run with it. Start to pray. Pray into it. 
and, uh, and, and basically see if it's, if it's really meant for you or not, right? Because we know in part and we prophesy in part, and I always say the prophetic ministry is a journey, right? Sometimes we hit it on the mark, and, but not everybody's right all the time because it's, it's human beings that are ministering in the prophetic, right? So, so does it fit with other words? Um, does it build up more hope and comfort or does it condemn me and make me fearful, right? So uh, prayer, prayerfully seek wisdom to understand and apply it, okay? So those are, those are just a few tips in how to receive a prophetic word. Um, so I hope that helped you a little bit, you know, if you've received prophetic words in the past or uh, in the future if you do so. Um, those are just some good things to remember as well. Uh, next is attitude in prophetic ministry. What should our attitude be in prophetic ministry, right? How should we carry ourselves? Um, so I want to go over um, five attitude attributes that we should embrace as we're learning to minister and as we journey in prophetic ministry. And the first one, it's hugely important, is to have a courageous attitude. Okay, there'll be times where we have to step out in faith. You know, and with faith, there's always a risk, right? There's a risk of being looking foolish. There's a risk of being rejected. Um, there's a risk of not saying things right, right? There's always a risk, you know, whenever we're stepping out into something new. Risk of being wrong, saying something wrong, embarrassing ourselves. Yet, Paul says, desire this gift earnestly for the body of Christ. Okay, so it's a gift for the body, and God is looking for, for people that are willing um, and, and willing to trust him. Trust him enough to step out in this gift, and willing to yield ourselves to him and make ourselves available to do that. So we have to have a courageous attitude. Um, secondly, we need to have an attitude of a servant, right? Um, the attitude of, I'm here to bless and help, I, you know, and God can wait. God isn't anxious, right? Sometimes uh, we can get zealous at times, or we're so passionate when we have a prophetic word. We just kind of want to be like, hey, no, I've got to share this word now. And I actually had a lady say to me, you know, if I don't share this word now, it's going to, you know, the Spirit's going to take it away. Well, that's, yeah, that's not how prophetic ministry works. You know, God is not anxious. If he gives us a, a prophetic word, he will open the door for it. So it's just to wait on his timing. And sometimes it's not meant to be shared at all. Right? So attitude of a servant. Um, right? Not, not look at me or not, you know, I'm the anointed person that heard, heard a word. Right? That's not a servant's attitude. Jesus was our best example of that. He was a servant leader. You know, he had a servant's heart. And he always went to the people with a servant's attitude. Okay? Um, so an attitude of a servant will also respect the government present. Okay? Uh, what do I mean by that? So I'm talking about church government here. Okay? Um, we should never be in a position, if we have a prophetic word, you know, especially to go from church to church and make ourselves be heard or force them right, to, to allow us to share a prophetic word with individuals or with a congregation. Right? We, should ne we should never um, be that person. Right? We, have a, we have an attitude of a servant. Um, God establishes church government, so it's important for us to, you know, to recognize that because God put it in place. Okay. Uh, Romans 13.1 says, Let every person be in subjection to the governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, and those which exist are established, established by God. Okay. So now every church is going to be different. Every place, we, every, place, um, every place in the body of Christ is really different. 
some there's some churches that they're not open at all to prophetic ministry right so there's not going to be any opportunity there and you have to respect that and then there's some places where you know they're not going to allow just anybody to come in if they don't know you you know chances are they're going to want you to you know maybe share first what you uh you know what you feel feel the lord is showing them and not give you a microphone to share to another person or to a congregation right so um so we have to be you know especially vigilant in respecting protocols and uh i believe every church especially if you believe in the prophetic ministry that you need to have protocols around that also we don't need to say something that's already been spoken right because sometimes we hear a word and we're like oh yeah i felt that too and then you want to get up and show everybody yeah like i heard right and and it's like, well, it might be confirming to you, but we don't necessarily have to go up and say it again, right? The message, you know, the, the gift is for the body. If the body already received the message, we don't have to be redundant and repetitive with it. Um, right, First, Hebrews 13, 17 says, Obey your leaders and submit to them, for they keep watch over your souls as those who will give an account. Let them do so with joy and not with grief, for this would be unprofitable for you. Okay, so if we don't respect government protocols, government of, of um, uh, religious organizations, you know, it's unprofitable for us. So it's important that we do that. Okay, so that's uh, attitude of a servant, right? Keeping that servant's heart, that servant's attitude open. Uh, number three, Paul talks of the attitude of deferring to others. Okay. Um, one should willingly step back to enable others to minister. Okay. Uh, it can be very easy for, you know, to dominate a meeting, right? Especially if we flow good in the prophetic. It can be easy to dominate a meeting and not leave room for others, right? But, but love always leaves room open and to work with others and, and to work as a team with people. Um, 1 Corinthians 14.31 says, For you can all prophesy one by one that all may be learned and may be encouraged, right? So we can take turns giving a prophetic word, right? We don't have to be the main event all the time. So deferring to others. Uh, number four, self-control. Okay, this is a big one. And this is a huge misconception that, you know, if I have a prophetic word, I couldn't help it. I've heard that people say, I couldn't help it. I just had to blab it out. Well, that's not even biblical. That's so wrong, you know. And um, so I'm here to help you understand that that's wrong. And if you've done that, you know, it's all, it's all good. This is a journey in the prophetic. So we're all learning. We're all growing. And through that, you know, we've all made mistakes as well. Um, but 1 Corinthians 14.32, it says, The spirit of the prophets are subject to the prophets. Okay? So basically, what that means is um, we're in control of ourselves. Right? So if, we're, if we have a word, we can control it. Right? It doesn't control us. Right? It's like when you're driving a car. The car doesn't drive you. Right? You drive the car. So we're in control of it. Um, you know, and, and we can control when we give it and it's timing. And if, if you feel like it's there and if you're not going to remember it, write it down, right? And that's what I always do is just write things down as they come to you and then, um, you know, ask God if, he, if he'll open the door and when's the right timing to share things. So, right, and I think, I believe that's really helping somebody there. You know, maybe I feel like somebody's out there has been in prophetic ministry and you've, you know, you have a lot of zeal and a lot of passion for it and, and you covet that gift, which is great because that's what Paul says to do, you know, but um, just trying to learn some self-control and some discipline, right? 
um, disciples are disciplined people. And as disciples of Jesus Christ, we have to learn discipline in our walk with God, in our prayer life, and also in our spiritual gifts. And prophecy is no different. You know, in the same way, if we choose to speak, we're responsible for how and when we speak. And so that's important to, and that's biblical, right? That's very biblical, right? We don't have to interrupt the flow of a service, of a church service. Um, we, we have self-control. We have self-control. Sometimes we're in too much of a rush sometimes, and we don't wait for God's timing. And we don't realize that the word isn't necessarily to be shared. The word just might be for us, right? Because God wants to speak to us first. So it's important to ask yourself, is this word for me? Or is this for someone else? First Corinthians 14:36 says, "Or did the word of God come originally from you, or was it only you that reached?" Okay. Or NIV says, "Did the word of God originate with you, or are you the only people it has reached?" Right. So sometimes, sometimes the word is just for us. Okay. And then the fifth, the fifth thing, and this goes along with all the other attitudes uh, in prophetic ministry I talked about, is being humble. Um, 1 Corinthians 14, 37 and 38, it says, If anyone thinks to be a prophet or spiritual, let him acknowledge that the things which I write to you are the commandments of the Lord. If anyone is ignorant, let him be ignorant. Okay, or in other words, if he ignores this, he himself will be ignored. Uh, the Message Bible says, If you won't play by these rules, God can't use you. Sorry. <laughs> okay, so Paul here is challenging the super spiritual attitude of the people. The people he was talking to, the church people he was talking to, thought they were the holders of all truth and no one could tell them any different, right? They knew it all, right? And um, Paul here says, in fact, if you really think that you are spiritual, it, be sh it will be shown by your willingness to apply these things. You know, and um, 1 Corinthians 12, 7 says, these gifts are used for the common good of the body. Right, so if we don't have a humble heart that says what's best for the body, you know, and that's why I think it's important to, to work with church leadership, um, you know, to have others speak into our lives, because sometimes in our zeal and in our passion, we don't always see the big picture of is this for the common good of the body, right? So I just want to encourage you just to, just to look at it from that perspective, and that will definitely help you in your prophetic ministry. I, next thing I want to talk about is, is the need for judging prophecy. A lot of people give words, and they never want them to be judged. Okay, but there's, that's not actually not actually biblical, right? If we, if we give a word, um, and I know judging, you're like, I don't want my words judged because it's personal. It seems so personal, right? But there is a need f for judging words um, because it's impacting people's lives, and we have to be accountable, right? We have to be accountable to, well, to the Bible. We have to be accountable to God's people. So how do we judge these prophetic words? And is, is that an actual scriptural thing? Well, 1 Corinthians 14, 29 says, Two or three prophets should speak, and the others should weigh carefully or judge what is said. Okay. So there's three ways we can judge what is said. These are all biblical. I don't have time to get into all the scriptures today, but the first way is by whether it lines up with the word of God. Okay. And that's the biggest, most important way. If it's not in the Bible then it's, you know, then it's not an accurate prophetic word. The second way is by the witness of the Spirit, okay? Is the Holy Spirit saying yes? Is this, is this yes? Do I agree with it? Okay, um, and the third way is by whether it lines up with the scrutiny and the judgment of the leadership present, okay? Do the leaders around you, do the pastors, do the apostles, do the other leaders around you, do they agree with you? 
right? Or, or are they going to challenge it and saying it's wrong? Because sometimes the revelation might be right, but the interpretation might be wrong, right? And sometimes it can be all wrong, and that's okay. We're human. We make mistakes. You know, it's, it's okay. But it's just allow yourself, right, to allow your prophecies to come forth and to be judged. And if you're corrected on it, if you're told it's not right, that's okay. And, you know, more, more often than not, they'll encourage you in it and they'll say, that was a good word, right? So just be open to that and allow yourselves to be judged. Um, so how do I grow in prophecy, right? How do I grow in, in these levels of, of prophecy and get better at it, right? Um, well, the first way is, is to pray, right? Spend time with the Lord, you know, ask him to hear, to hear from him, right? Whether it's in words, whether it's in... Uh, internal feeling, um, intuition, that kind of thing, scripture, thoughts, pictures, whatever it is. You know, ask God. Prayer is the key to our relationship with him. It cultivates that openness, and it also helps to keep us soft, right? It helps to keep us soft because God will deal with us first in certain areas and help us along first, um, and then it, it will empower our ministering to others even more. Um, and we can pray for opportunities, right? If we, have, if we have a, you know, if we're walking in the gift of prophecy and we're in a situation where nobody here is open to my prophetic words, you know, trust God and ask him for those opportunities and he'll open the doors for you. Um, thirdly, you know, we can pray for clarity, right? That we can see clearly, right? Because sometimes we get things and we're like, God, I don't know what this means and it's confusing. And, and so we can pray for clarity, um, and we can also pray for clarity and communication. You know, how do I deliver this word, right? How do I say it, right? So prayer is a big thing. And then um, uh, finally, you know, season our words with grace, right? Sometimes we can come out a little bit harsh at times, right? Or sometimes sharp, um, or we just don't say things right. So we have to learn to be communicators for the Lord and season our words with grace at times as well. So those are just some different ways, you know, different ways. But I just want to give you an activation today as well, you know, in, in hearing from God and in growing in these levels, um, you know, ask God, Lord, what's the greatest hindrance I have in serving you, right? How, how can you help me serve you? Um, and you can also ask him, what's the aspect of my walk that pleases you the most? Right? What, what's pleasing to you about me? Right? We all need to hear that sometimes. Okay? What am I doing right? What, am I do what do I need to work on, God? Um, ask God, how, you see, how do you see my heart? Right? How do you see my heart? And that's so important um, because God wants to speak to us first. Another thing we can ask God is, you know, is, there, is there any idols in my heart or hidden areas that you want to work on that I'm not aware of that you want to reveal to me? Right, so we can do that. Take a moment, you know, to spend time, get alone with God. You know, try to think of the last time you felt God's presence. Um, you know, be thankful, all that kind of stuff. So just spending time with God, right? Maybe you're driving. You drive to work every day or you're driving a long distance somewhere, right? We can just say, you know, God, speak to me. I want to hear your voice, right? Show me what pleases you about me. Show me areas I need to work on. Right? Help me first so I can help others, right? And be open to that. So um, I just sense that some of you are watching there. You know, you're watching this and you're like, there's so much to prophetic ministry. 
you know, how can I, how can I learn all this? Like, there's so much, so many aspects of it. And I just want to say to you, take it one step at a time, right? The first step is our prayer relationship with the Lord and asking God to speak with us and just being open to that, you know. And um, I know some of you, you've stayed away from prophetic ministry because it scared you in the past, you know, and I just want to tell you that prophetic ministry isn't meant to be scary you know I think at, in t at times the body of Christ we've you know there's cert been certain people that maybe misrepresented it and it made it seem a little bit different or strange um, but it's not meant to be that way it's meant to be normal it's meant to come with an attitude of of building up and comforting and and stirring people up right so it's it's important that you know, we get that proper aspect and reminder that this is in the Bible, it's important to the body of Christ, so it must be important to me, right? And I do hope that, you, that it is important to you and that you grow in it. So I just want to pray for you right now as we're wrapping up this episode. So Father, in the name of Jesus, I just pray right now for every person that's been watching this series, God, that you truly just help them to open up to your words, open up to your, um, open, open up themselves up to your voice, and to hearing things from you and sensing things from you. Um, help them to see pictures and dream dreams and hear your, hear your audible voice, see that internal audible voice. And so, Lord Jesus, I just pray right now, God, that you just start to speak to every person watching, God, and that you start to activate the prophetic inside of them, that you start to activate the prophetic in those churches that are watching. Pastors, if you're watching, I pray right now that um, prophecy is even, is even activated in you and in your body. I just pray that that's being released right now in Jesus' name. And so, Father, I just pray a blessing over everyone watching today. And I just thank you so much for watching. And um, if you want more information about prophetic ministry, you know, I just gave you a snapshot these last few episodes of, of prophetic ministry. But there's really so much more. You know, we do seminars. We do all sorts of things. We can bring prophetic teams in to pray for you and to, uh, you know, speak, speak over you as well. You can just uh, shoot me a line at equipministries.ca, fill out the contact form there, and we'll be happy to get in touch with you. So thank you guys so much for watching the special series called Journey in the Prophetic on Equip TV.